Allison Kaczkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope that wherever you are on this Tuesday morning, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself. So today, we are just a couple weeks away from the end of the year. And one of the things that I want you to really think about, if you haven't already, is obviously not just the goals that you have for yourself for 2021, but really think about what your belief systems are when it comes to not just how you take care of you, but your health and fitness in general. Because I think that this is a topic that really gets overlooked a lot, and I'll tell you why. Some of the mindset experts and professional development colleagues, uh, gurus that I follow in the online space, all kind of tend to lump setting goals into one big category. You know, and it's not just the thinking positive thing, because you know what, you've heard me talk a lot here about the fact that just thinking positive isn't enough to really change, not just how you feel and think, but to help move you forward. But what comes down to whether or not you're going to be successful is what you believe. And that, I just don't know any other way to put it than that. And so, and I really feel like as a fitness professional, that how you look at your health and fitness goals is just a, a separate animal altogether, as far as how you look at what you think is good and true and possible and doable for you. Um, And so that's the way I want you to approach this as you're thinking about your plans for next year. Maybe you already have your plans set for next year. But what I want to talk to you about today is right along those lines. So I hope that you'll listen intently and walk away with a couple of nuggets that you can start implementing right away. So first, before I get into what I'm going to say, let's just kind of talk about what belief systems are in general. We tend to we tend to think when we believe something for a long period of time that it's gospel, that it's true, that there's no disputing it. I mean, we know what we think, we know what we believe, and we know where it puts us on the emotional scale or thermometer, if you will. And so when somebody says something that really challenges what we believe or what we think, then we almost have to take inventory with how that makes us feel. And I don't think there's any arena that really is a much more clear metaphor for life than the gym and the fitness arena. Now, whether or not you're a gym person or not, okay, this is still good information for you because here's the reality of it. When we challenge our minds and our bodies through a a number of different tasks, whether they be, you know, lifting weights, whether it be, you know, training or uh, getting yourself ready to do a 5k, or maybe it's just sticking to a walking program, maybe it's trying a different fitness approach, or maybe you don't fit into any of those boxes and you're just looking at the activity that you want to try to fit in during your day. Um, Because you've heard me talk a lot about that too. That's part of our four pillar system that we teach um, in our mindset section of our functional fitness live program. But as far as what belief systems are in general, These are just thoughts, really, that we've thought long enough that we accept it as, quote unquote, just the way it is. Um, How many things do you think or believe you've thought it enough that it just it feels so true to you that you can't imagine something being another way? It's not that you don't know that there's another way. You just don't think another way, Um, because after all, we are creatures of habit. But what we think over time will largely largely help determine what choices we make. And for those of you out there that are sort of resigned to the fact that you weigh what you weigh, or maybe you're just think, well, that ship has sailed. 
you know, being active and fit really isn't my thing. I'm just going to focus on being, you know, getting some activity in throughout the day because that's what works for me. But I can move around easily and that's enough. And so here's what I want to challenge you on that today. Okay. Not only is that just a story that you've sold yourself over time, but it is possible for you to adjust what you think about that. I mean, look, the reality may be that this may, that may not be the right approach for you, okay? And one of the things that we try to do in all of our programs is really work with you on customizing what is the best fitness approach for you. And it can be a combination of things. It doesn't just have to fall into one or two buckets. It can be a combination of things. But ultimately, what you think about that in terms of your thoughts about that belief is what's going to determine what choices that you make. And this goes for if you've tried to do things in the past and it hasn't worked, or if maybe you just don't have a positive, it hasn't, haven't had a positive experience as far as a workout program goes. Maybe you don't think that that's really for you. Maybe you see pictures of people who are athletic and fit and you think that will never be me. That has a lot to do with the choices that you make regarding fitness and activity, okay? Because all of that has sort of shaped a story for you. But here's the thing, even when you decide to adjust that thought just a little bit, instead of saying that isn't for me, that won't work for me, what if you thought something like, what if I did it this way? What would that look like for me? Or what if I decided to make one small change and do this instead of this? What would that look like for me? Because when you make a small change, that will ultimately change what you think about your belief. So I want you to keep that in mind as I go through what I'm going to share with you today, okay? It's important uh, for you to really identify how your belief really makes you feel. Does it make you emotional for some reason? Does it tap into something that maybe you thought as as a young person or a kid, okay? Does it take you back to a negative experience? Does it, does it take you to a point in your life where something happened or, or, or something didn't work for you or whatever, and you find yourself sort of thinking the same thing about it? Um, you know what they say, as we get older, we sort of tend to get perspective and we look at things different and we can really take ourselves out as far as the emotion out of something and kind of look at something for what it is. But ultimately, the way we feel about a belief is what's going to determine really what thoughts we have, and that determines really the action steps that we take. So, you know, in in terms of developing a belief system around health and fitness for you, I almost always encourage all of my clients and people in my programs to say, does it make you feel really good? What really excites you about this? What really gets you thinking about what could really be possible for you? And this is where we can really get creative and have fun and really almost make it a game. Because the more that you can put positive emotion into that in terms of a feeling that really excites you, that that really, you know, opens you up to being open at least to a new experience, that's what's going to really allow you to make the change. And this is what is so important when you start a new program. And so many people think, well, I'm going to wait and see results and then I'll make a decision. I'm going to wait and see what the scale says. I'm going to wait and see how I look in the mirror. I'm going to wait and see how my clothes fit. I want to see some changes as far as all that goes and then I'll believe. Well, if you do that, you're just basically, it's like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall and and hoping that it works out, okay? Because you're not investing your belief in that if you're not willing to put some feeling behind it, okay? 
So I want you to always keep that in mind. What you feel about the belief is ultimately what's going to cause you to do something different in terms of taking different action steps, looking at it different, making different choices. Um, All of these things are important. So I want to encourage you, belief is your biggest difference maker is what I'm talking about. And often we have to do that before the result actually shows up, before we actually see a change, before we see things in front of us in black and white, before we see what we like to say evidence. You know, we have to believe in what we're doing before we see the change on the scale. We have to believe in what we're doing before we see the difference in the mirror or before we see the difference in the gym, okay? And this is where I think it can really get challenging because, you know, we almost tend to think that when someone gives us a positive compliment, wow, I can really tell you've lost weight. Wow, those jeans really look great on you. Wow, that outfit really flatters you. We almost, obviously we want to hear that. Okay. I mean, any day of the week, we always want to hear that. But here's the thing. Don't wait until you get a positive compliment to decide that what you're doing is the right thing. Okay. You have to get behind it 100% within you in terms of knowing how you feel about it, knowing why you want it, know deep in your core what it is that's positive about this for you. Okay. That ultimately is going to be the difference maker in terms of how you view it, how you make your choices and how you carry out whatever program approach you do that's right for you. Because the right approach is the one you're going to stick with. It's not the one your friends are doing. It's not the one everyone on social media is doing. It's not the one that everybody says you get the fastest results, okay? It's not the fad diet of the week. It's not the 90-day challenge that you signed up for on Instagram, okay? It's none of that, okay? It's the pro. It's the approach that's going to work for you that you're going to stick with, that you're going to Discipline yourself to do even on the days when you don't feel like it, on the days that the weather is like shitty. Okay. It's on the days that you're in a really bad mood. And the last thing you want to do is is take time out to do something for yourself. It's going to come on those days when you feel like the world is just beating you down and there's no other way that you can fit it in. Okay. If you believe in why you want it and how that makes you feel, then that's what's going to help you stick with it. That's why it's so important that you get dialed into what that looks like for you. So always remember how you feel about your belief in fitness will always make the difference in terms of how you make your choices. Let's, I want to share with you for, for a few minutes before I give you some tips to take away as to what makes this different from habit stacking. Because you've heard, we talk a lot about habit stacking. Step three in our six-step fit life system is what we call habit mastery. It's getting those repeatable steps that you can practice over and over again so it becomes a habit for you. But habits versus beliefs is a little bit different. So I don't want you to get the two confused, okay? Um, Most of the time, a breakdown in a fitness program, a health and a fitness program, comes from how it makes you feel and what your belief is. It's not that you've got your habit steps. And this is where so many people, I think, make a mistake in the beginning. They load themselves up on the action steps. Well, I'm going to do 45 minutes of cardio. I'm going to do five workouts a week. I'm going to go to this class and that class and buy this program and do that. Those are all, that's all well and good because all of that goes to helping you build a habit, but that doesn't necessarily help you change the belief. So in terms of that, knowing what your belief is about it, okay, is going to not only help you drive what those habits are but it's going to help decide what what changes you need to make, if you need to make any, in the action steps that you're going to be taking in the future, okay? So in other words, 
the beliefs that you develop stem from the habits. So it's not one, one, it's not the same thing. So it's important to understand that they're different and that the beliefs are going to drive the habits. Okay. So it's okay to have the habits down, but if you don't have the belief behind it, it really doesn't matter. Keep in mind too, the big overarching goal of any program is a better sense of self-worth for yourself. It's knowing that you can cut it. It's knowing that you can get the work done. It's knowing that you can do hard things. It's knowing that this strengthens your character. It's knowing that this gives you confidence. It's knowing that helps. this helps you make the tough decisions down the road because you've been there before and you've been able to accomplish something hard. So all of this helps drive a better sense of self-worth for yourself. And that should always be the big goal at the end of the day not how you look in the mirror, not whether or not you're going to get to size six or eight or whatever, or whatever weight you have set as a goal for you for your class reunion or whatever event you're looking at for next year. Okay. It's that sense of self-worth that you get, that you can do it, that you can do it and that you can stick with it. So, and like I said, the mistake that people make is that they wait for the result to show up before they develop that belief. And if you do that, you're probably going to be waiting a long time. So get behind the belief from the beginning and let that drive the decisions that you make. Feel into what that feels like now and feed it every single day in a way that's going to serve you. So think about adjusting how you view yourself on the subject of self-worth. How you view yourself even now really stems from how is it that you conduct your life? Where do you work fitness in during the day? Where do you, how does, what does this look like in terms of your lifestyle? This is always a big thing in the beginning is view it as a lifestyle and not as a short-term goal. And in January, this is what I see a lot. And since we're two or three weeks away from January, I thought it was relevant that I mentioned this now. What I see people do is they put so much stock and I'm going to finally get this weight off. I'm going to finally get this, this holiday weight off or this, or the COVID weight is what we're calling it now. We're calling it the COVID-15, the quarantine weight. I'm finally going to get that off. Well, what happens when you reach that goal? Where are you then? What's your belief about it then? What's your habit system like then? So view it as a lifestyle and then it becomes easier and you believe in it more and you buy into it more. And then it becomes so much a routine for you that you really don't think twice about it. And that's a huge accomplishment. That's a way to really boost your self-worth. Okay. So think about it from that standpoint, the small changes and adjustments that you can make because your beliefs are allowing you to do that. Notice I didn't say habits then, but I said beliefs. So limiting beliefs, on the other hand, okay, are not just limited to, you know, personal struggles and work struggles and money struggles and all of that. Limiting beliefs show up in no other place in a major manner than in the gym. Because when you challenge yourself, like I said, to do difficult things and you challenge yourself to do strength, to do challenging weight or a task maybe that's really been hard for you, you learn to manage your limiting beliefs better. All limiting beliefs are are thoughts that you've thought on a regular basis that don't serve you. And somehow you've convinced yourself that this is true. So in other words, a limiting belief I hear a lot in the fitness space is I don't have time to do it. I don't have time. I'm too busy. Another one is I can't afford it. You know, I've got all these other things going on. I can't pay for it. We always find a way to pay for the things that we want. Okay, let that sink in for a minute. So the way to manage limiting beliefs is to get behind the belief that you want. And you learn to tell your mind that, no, this isn't happening today. This is not the truth. 
but you, it's something that we practice every day. So this is what I'm saying about feeding that belief that you have about yourself as far as what your fitness belief goes. We can change our beliefs based on the things that we do daily. The main reason for that is, is that it because it gets us curious. It gets us curious enough to ask questions. Well, what if I did it this way? Well, what if I, if I changed it and I did it this way? Well, what if I added this in instead? Well, okay, so if the gym isn't possible for me, then what if I did this instead at home? What if I worked it into my life this way? See, you're allowing yourself to think a different thought. So you're allowing yourself to be curious. And this is what feeds your belief more. It gets you to buy into the fact that it's all possible for you because it is possible. So new beliefs then then come as soon as we make the decision to do something about them. So it's not that you're too busy. It's not that you don't have time. It's not that you're overextended. It's not that you have too many commitments. It's not that you can't pay for it. New beliefs come when we decide that it's time. When it's time that we make a small change is when we're being open to doing something different. So here are some easy tips that I want you to walk away with today as far as developing your fitness belief. And this is something that we do a lot on our retreats, okay? We spend quite a bit of time working with you on developing what your belief system is around health and fitness because everybody's a little bit different and everybody has a little different learning curve. And so what we try to work with you on is helping you identify where you believe you're stuck, what's not working, and help you shape that into a way that allows you to at least be curious about what's possible for you. So you have what's called a belief scale that you can work with, and it, it, it can fit right into the right program that works for you. So think about it from this point. Number one, it's really important to enjoy what it is that you do. So find something that you like, whether it's walking, whether it's running, whether it's taking a dance class, maybe it's doing, you know, playing with your animals, maybe it's challenging yourself to get the activity in throughout the day. Find something that you enjoy. Make a game out of it because if you make a game out of it, you're going to challenge yourself. So learn to find the enjoyment in it. And it is possible to find enjoyment in something that maybe you wouldn't otherwise find enjoyment in. So think about that too. Tip number two, keep it simple. This is really important. So many people in the beginning, and even if you're not a beginner, if you're a veteran or a pro and you're wanting to switch things up, what is the first thing we do? We want it. We want to make it really hard. We tell ourselves it has to be hard or it's not going to work. But keep it simple. If you have a really um, am, ambitious goal for yourself or something that's in the future that you really want to accomplish, then break it down into small steps. Keep it simple. Tip number three, there is not one magic perfect program. Okay, there's not. And if someone tells you there's only one way to do something, they're lying. Run. That's all I can say. Run away from that. There's not one magic approach to what's going to work for you. It might be that you can see yourself pulling pieces from a couple different approaches. This is why we value so much the process of customization with all of our clients and people who are in our programs. Granted, we might all be doing the same workout, but we might, we're going to be approaching it differently, okay, because everybody's different. Tip number four, we can do hard things. That is simply a thought that you're choosing to think if you can't do something hard or if you struggle with hard things or you struggle with things that have several different steps or you struggle with trying to manage multiple things at the same time. That's simply a thought you're thinking and you've chosen to think it and it's become true because you've thought it enough. So we can do hard things. Weakness is always relative. Weakness is relative. Let that sink in. Tip number five, it's about improving the quality of your life. 
this should always be the number one goal. Now, there's no reason that you can't get in the shape that you want, that you can't, you know, lift heavy things and build muscle and lose fat and look great in your bathing suit. All of that's possible too. But keep in mind, the big picture goal should always be improving the quality of your life. So hopefully one of those five tips you can use to help build your own belief system around health and fitness. And this is one of the things that we do in all of our programs, whether you work with us individually or you join one of our two signature online programs, Functional Fitness Life for You, and our brand new program, Body Moxie, which we just opened up. Okay, we're going to be opening another cohort of that after the new year. So keep, so stay tuned. If you're interested in getting more information about that, reach out to me and I'll be glad to give you um, all the details. I just want to say before I sign off today, um, how incredibly grateful I am for all of your support over this year and last year and all the time that we've been on the air. I, um, I love doing this show. I love coming on here and talking about different topics related to self-care. Um, and mindset and everything that goes with it. And I could not do it without your support. Um, we have created three different levels to be a podcast supporter of this show. If you are feeling inspired and want to help support us on our mission, we have three different levels. So I want to in, uh, invite you to go to our website at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and click podcast. And what you'll see is not only the link to our show and all the platforms where you can find us, because we're on nine different platforms now. And we're going to be on more platforms in the new year. So stay, stay tuned to that too. But we have three unique offers we have, and they're all one-time contributions. We have a, a basic supporter level at $10. That's a one-time fee. And in exchange for that, we'll send you a, our personalized self-care guide as a gift. Um, if you want to become a VIP insider, you still get the personalized downloadable self-care guide that we'll send you. But you also get a discount coupon that you can use on any of our online programs, and it's 10% off. That's a $39 contribution, okay? And that's a one-time fee. If you want to become a self-care insider, which is our premium level, uh, that's a $50 contribution. That's a one-time fee. You'll still get the self-care guide, but you'll also get um, lifetime access to our brand new easy immunity offer online. It's in our learning portal. It's normally valued at $99, but I will give that to you as a gift when you become a premium um, supporter of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. In the new year, we're going to be offering some other incentives that if you are a premium supporter of our show that you can take advantage of. So there are other things coming down the pipe. So please keep all that in mind. We have all those links set up on our website. Uh, we would welcome your support um, if you're feeling inspired to do so today. So please look at our website and see if that fits uh, within something that you um, are ready to commit to. Um, if you are not on Facebook and you want to join our private Facebook community, please come over and join me there. Living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. We do all kinds of challenges, online events. I'm always in there at least once a week doing a live video. So you have access to all of that as well as the resources um, in the file section there. We've got some you know, unique self-care mindset hacks that you can practice on a daily basis. So please come over and join us there. If you're not on Facebook, if that's not your thing, then come over to my website at cufitness.com and click contact us and send me a note. I want to hear from you. I want to know what works for you. I want to know what doesn't work for you. And I want to know where you see yourself headed in the new year. Just drop me a line. I always love to hear from you. Um, and I, I would love to hear from you. I'm also on Instagram. I'm fitstylegal. 
And I'm also on Twitter at AHCAT. So please reach out on whatever social media platform you're on because I always love to hear from any of my listeners. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Again, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support, your inspiration. You're forwarding this show to all your friends. We're reaching new people every week. We're worldwide. We're in over 30 countries now. And we're just going to continue to keep going. And I look forward to being on the journey with you. This is Allison Katzkowski again with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.